Welcome to OTP, On the Podium, with your host, Mark Goodrum. His guest today is a musician, composer, graphic artist, and educator, Kathy D. Seville. And now, OTP. Welcome, Kathy. Thanks so much for being here. We appreciate it. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. Doing good, Mark. Good to see you, and thanks for having me. Oh, thank you for taking the time today. We appreciate it. Well, let's jump right in. And I'm so glad you're here because you're one of the people I know that loves music. It's in your soul and in your heart. Talk a little bit about how you started. What was it like in your home having music and and how you got your start playing music? Oh, sure. Yeah. So um, after we spoke earlier and I uh, wrote down a few thoughts about that, I realized that I've got some ancestors who were musicians. I remembered that my paternal grandpa uh, played violin, or they called it fiddle then, and he would play at uh, weddings and dances and so on. Um, And then my maternal grandmother taught piano lessons, and she was such a good musician that she was sent to a, a music school for girls, which in those days was unheard of, and you know, quite different. So, um, and then when I was a kid, we always had LPs. My folks had a lot of LPs and we had a big old upright piano. My mother played piano and, um, I was, um, uh, given piano lessons starting in first grade. So yeah, there was a lot of music going on. And so you, you, there was a lot of music going on in the family and, mm-hmm. um, and at school, how was that falling into place with you? Yeah, well, I was fortunate to, to attend a private school um, that <clears throat> basically would have now be called like a, probably a music charter school. It was, oh, okay. um, it was a parochial school where they really focused on music. And so I had eight years of, everything you could think of intensive vocal choir. Um, I learned to read music. Uh, We sang in the choir, you know, and we competed. Where was this at? Where was this at? It was in a small town in Northern Iowa where I grew up. Mm -hmm. Okay. And that's, that's where I got my music education and it it was fantastic. Really. I'm very blessed that I had that. Yeah, that that really is amazing to me that, you know, you had this opportunity at such a young age. Mm -hmm. And it was just this tiny little town in the middle of nowhere. And um, also I played organ in the church and which was not exactly my, you know, first choice, but I was very strongly recommended for the for the job. (laughs) And what age and, we? What age was this at? Um, I think I started at like maybe seventh or eighth grade, maybe sixth wow. or seventh grade. Yeah, right. That so, that is great. That and is it was great. this huge pipe organ. It was just this beautiful, amazing, mm-hmm. enormous. Uh, and so you, you, it was this huge keyboard with several different tiers, you know, and you. Sure. You get to noodle around and it, it, it bellowed out. It was, it was really cool. So that was fun. Wow. What an yeah. experience at such a young age. That's great. Now, you talked about uh, in your little note that you gave me 
the nuns in elementary school. Talk a little bit about that. I found that fascinating. So they just really <clears throat> insisted on us learning all of this. And then, <clears throat> you know, they were strict and it was like, you either learn how to all, do all this or die. And so, so <laughs> yeah. I wanted to live. And then when I was very small, when I first started, I had an elderly nun who, who was my teacher and, you know, I'd be playing away and terribly because I never really did get very good. And she'd doze off. And then if I stopped, then she'd wake up and wrap my knuckles. And <laughs> it was just like a SNL skit or something. It was just crazy. And she was ancient, you know. But yeah, yeah they really um, encouraged us and, you know, in mm -hmm. every which way vocal and you know thank god i learned how to read music because a lot of people mm. can't even read music right and it's a real right. gift to be able to do that so mm. yeah, so and do you think at that point in your life that you knew at a, such a young age how valuable that music was or or were you just going through life, you know, at a young age too? And like you said, doing what the nuns told you to do. Did yes, have I, I'd have to agree with that. And it was just life. It was just what, what I did, what we did. And so I didn't think it was anything unusual. <laughs> right, right. Mm -hmm. uh, t talk to us a little bit about your transition to go <clears throat> to guitar. How did that happen? Well, for one thing, the piano was always in my life. It was always my mother's idea. And oh. um, I never did completely take to it. it. It just seemed really linear, you know, like it just seemed mm. too <laughs> like <laughs> linear. And it was, right. it was intimidated me with the black, you know, with the white uh, keys and the black keys. And uh, uh. so for some reason, then when I discovered guitar, when I discovered, discovered strings, I just mm -hmm. took to it like a duck to water. I was just like, oh, okay, now I get this. For some reason, I intuitively sort of right. got it, you know, and I just never looked back and I never, again, never was that right. great on, <laughs> on keyboard. <laughs> right, so. right. The, the, the guitar sound resonated in your, in your mind, so mm -hmm. to speak. Is that fair to say? Yes, yes. I, I love strings. Uh -huh. yeah. Speaking of that, I mean, did you ever think about um, violin or cello or the orchestra, the path, or it didn't cross your mind? You know, I never did, Mark, and I never looked back. And once I got into guitar, and that was, I felt like I was at, I was home, mm -hmm. very much, and still am at home with the guitar. And I've never even thought about looking at another instrument and. I guess I'm instrument monogamous, <laughs> but I know other, other musicians who will be like, Oh, you know what? I'm learning how to play mandolin or, Oh, I'm learning. Yeah. And I'm always like, wow, that is really admirable, right. you know, because I, yeah. I don't think I could easily, I mean, I've fooled around with mandolin and you mm. know, auto harp and some other streamed things, but nothing. Yeah. Well, it's never too late. True. Yeah. True. Yeah. Don't say that too loud. My guitar's right behind me. She <laughs> right. might hear you. <laughs> I know. I know how you feel. Now let's let's get into the, your process. Uh, you've written music. Uh, you're also a, a a great artist, a visual artist. There, 
Um, talk about your writing, your lyrics, and your process with that. Um, yes. Uh, so um, as far as like writing a song, like right, what hap- right. how it happens is um, I just feel like um, as most of us are, uh, I'm constantly processing emotions and <laughs> impressions right. of the world around me and memories and making mm-hmm. associations and somehow that just comes together sometimes and it and like <clears throat> I just wrote a little Christmas ditty you know a little mm-hmm. song and how mm-hmm. I wrote that I woke up and I had the lyrics in my head wow and yeah. so that's and so I scribble it down really quick and that's usually how it happens Mark it's uh, mm-hmm. you know I just start to kind of download oh this little verse, like, oh, da, 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 a little rhyme, da, 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 right. little rhyme about something. Um, mm-hmm. And then so I have to write it down. And then after I write it down, then I tweak it a little, you know. And then right. I pick up the guitar. Yeah. And then I start just experimenting with different chords and notes along with, you know, melodies. Mm-hmm. And putting mm-hmm. that together with some of the verse. And it just sort of organically, I don't know you know evolves <laughs> that's all i don't know how else to describe it and it's, right um just sort of springs forth you know you know i guess I, that's kind of a cliche uh, but i that's really how it happens <laughs> you know because i find that fascinating for um i i mean i've written a, a couple of pieces for me but it i never really got into that aspect of, of composing and so forth. So I, I, I would like to, you know, paint a picture, pardon the pun of, uh, for our listeners to get an idea of how you, you know, one comes through that process. And so, um, for you to, uh, get inspired by something in your life with the lyrics and then to transfer that, uh, musically, and we all know that in in life there are some people that will uh, have someone else that will put the um, instrumental part to the lyrics, mm-hmm. um, but you you do that both there. I find it really uh, a, a great um, a talent to do that, and then have this element to come out and give joy to people in through the ears, you know. Uh, that's great. I, I think that's really a outstanding a talent for you to be able to do. Well, thank you. And, you know, I have often thought about this and I don't even know if I can take credit for this because it's just something that comes naturally uh-huh. that I, uh-huh. I'm not even sure I <laughs> earned it. Like I don't even, I, don't, <laughs> I didn't go and take classes or study or, you know, right, some people just, right bust uh-huh. their butts to uh, learn how to write a song or learn how to write sure. poem, yeah. poetry, which is really what I'm doing. I mm-hmm. write poetry right. verse and then it comes to me and then I put it to music. And um, mm-hmm. I think it probably has to do with, it's just based on that whole foundation of music, music and musical education right. I've had my life. And um, yeah. So. Yeah. Well, it's also, don't you think, you, you're tapping into your emotions? Yes. Yeah. I mean, and that's... Definitely. <laughs> that is really, I mean, not to get too dramatic about it, but that's deep because some of us as human beings, 
I mean, some of us try to hide our emotions. Um, they don't want to really, uh, um, be honest with our emotions about various things. Cause it can be happy. It can be sad. I mean, I, I do address like, for example, when my mom passed away, I wrote a, a piece for, to play on the sax at her, um, celebration of life. So, you know, that's a very, uh, personal, uh, task that you're doing. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the other part of your life, talk about, that's a, a nice way to get into your other part of your life of you're a graphic artist. You, you paint and uh, talk about that. Is that process so much different than your musical side? You know, I've given this a lot of thought, Mark, and I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what to say. It's, it's just two th- different things. They're so different. And um, uh, I come just, on now, Kathy, you're on a podcast. You I'm have to sorry. lay it all out. <laughs> I'm trying to ask, act very, you know, authoritative, but uh, I just, and also I haven't, <clears throat> I haven't ever combined the two really. Uh-huh. Um, people have suggested, oh, why don't you do something to combine your art and your music, you know, right, right. and do some sort of maybe a performance thing. And it just hasn't really gelled because to me, they're kind of two different things. Okay. Um, I think that, you know, for instance, I, I don't just go, oh, I'm going to sit down and write a song today. You know, yeah. <laughs> I never do that. Right. Um, I'm like, uh, it comes from somewhere else. And but like with painting, you can you have the freedom to say, you know, I feel I think I'm going to get out my, you know, paints and canvas and uh-huh. what else, and just I'm going to paint today and I'm going to, mm-hmm. you know, and you might have an idea, um, mm-hmm. but it's a very different process because um you, you know, it's, you, you're using your hands with a paintbrush or, sure. with a, you know, pencil and it's more, um, uh, well, it's visual. Sure, you know? sure. Yeah. And so that's, that's a very different type of thing. Um, and then there's different guidelines for that. And then right. you're working with color yeah. and yeah. with dimension and visual, um, you know, constructs that, <clears throat> that you're not using in music. Music is entirely, you know, emotional and audio. And um, I like, for instance, I don't even write, I don't write my music down ever. Mm-hmm. I, like some people write it on a, they score it, you know? Sure, sure. I don't do that. I just, I write the lyrics. I type up or write the lyrics. Mm-hmm. Then I work out the chords and then I go back mm-hmm. and I write the chord like A, you right. know, right. or E yeah. minor and so yeah. on above whatever lyric I'm right. going to change to that chord. Right. So it's in that way, you know, it's not even that visual that I would write down like the notes or whatever, or score right. it. Cause people said, Oh, can I have a score of your song? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, just listen. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so Make a, co- a, a uh, copy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I think, but both of them, both art forms, spring mm. from you know expressing i think emotions and right. <clears throat> an interior uh life that people have most people have but as you say mark lot you some people are not comfortable with expressing mm. mm-hmm. their emotions or innermost thoughts or impressions um right. and i guess maybe that's the difference because artists and musicians given themselves permission to do that and to express right. it into an art form. 
Right. And um, like, I, I personally don't care. I don't have any skin in the game if somebody doesn't like my songs or my music. <laughs> I, I don't care. I do it for myself. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Now, um, that that's a great way to move into that next area because that is that personal connection mm-hmm. relationship that you have with your music and your art, of course, your visual art. Um, you, you, like you said, you're not saying, okay, I've got to bring in a paycheck at the end of the yeah. month with this. So you're doing it purely pure for the love of the feeling of sharing that music, sharing that art with the people that see, but also for yourself. Is that fair statement? Yes. That that's just about sums it up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And <laughs> you know, I, 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 I just think that that is the essence of, of true music. Um, we, we do have the audience listening and appreciative by showing and clapping and so forth, dancing and with the music and so forth. But um, to have someone saying, okay, this is how I feel and laying it out there. You also, how do you feel about, you know, you're taking that chance, you know, you, you put it out there on a YouTube video um, and putting that emotion on your sleeve. How do you feel about that? Um, I guess I'm, I'm not too concerned about it. Um, uh-huh. I imagine, you know, sometimes I put my songs on Facebook, as you know, and, and mm-hmm. I imagine if somebody wrote something really mean, it might hurt my feelings, <laughs> but nobody ever has. I mean, right, right, right. but, um, so I, and I just do it because I enjoy it and, sure, sure. um, like if somebody else hears it and enjoys it and feels touched by that, then well, yeah. mission accomplished um, right. because that's even better. Uh, right. So I, I feel like in my <laughs> process of, you know, creating songs and music and verse and right. expressing, I don't know. I think a lot of it is universal sort of stuff, uh-huh. universal right. emotions. And right. I think that, if you know helping other people to relate to that mm-hmm. and to say oh yes that's that's how i feel and that struck a chord with me and you know, then you feel grateful that you can have that to um plug into sure and, sure and to relate to and i think we all feel that way about music the music we love yeah, you tapped into. That makes sense. <laughs> no, absolutely. I, I, I hear what you're saying. You tapped into that. We all, as human beings, have these same emotions, whether mm-hmm. we want to face them or not. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a nice, nice way to get into. Uh, we have a clip of one of your pieces you've played. Um, I believe you have an accompaniment in this piece. Uh, <laughs> you want to talk? Let me play it for you. Um, or, and you can, you can set it up here and, and talk about it. So let me play it for you first. Honey was a friend of mine, in his eyes. Played the banjo, tiny, and always cracking wide. Honey used to wear a grin while he sang and played. Chuck 
Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, yeah, that was a song I wrote um, for my friend Lonnie, who passed away fairly recently, actually, mm. last October. And I, I, he, he was an amazing person and touched a lot of lives. He was a musician himself, an amateur musician himself, Mark. Uh, oh, and wow. he, he taught himself banjo. <laughs> oh, wow. He played banjo and he, um, I met him in Iowa City when I was associated with all these musicians who were not pros, <laughs> uh-huh, <laughs> who were uh-huh. just like me, who we found uh-huh. each other. We did this for our own enjoyment and for others who were in our circle. Uh, right. And he um, came into a circle and he had uh, he had been in the Vietnam War and he had PTSD really badly. Mm. And he had a Purple Heart because he'd been injured. And for his therapy, when he returned mm-hmm. home, he took up music and he <clears throat> taught himself to play guitar. And wow. he really um, immersed himself in the world of uh, bluegrass. And he used to call it old-timey music. <laughs> yeah, right. old-timey. That's what he called it. Yeah. And he decided he wanted to dedicate himself to keeping that genre alive and to sure. passing, teaching others. And so... He introduced me and all these, I'd never even heard of that. Right. And that's kind of, <clears throat> and it's a very American art form. And, it, you right. know, it's related to bluegrass and sure, um, sure. country. And so he was, so many people um, knew him and touched their lives. And he, he performed a lot, you know, on a mm-hmm. amateur basis, not like he was ever, you know, yeah. sure. nationally known or anything, but around the area play it <laughs> right functions he, he even made a few music cds that he self-produced anyway so yeah uh long story short he he just really touched my life and touched my mm-hmm. heart and so i wrote the song about him and it just mm-hmm. sort of came to me and the song itself i wrote it in the genre like his type of bluegrassy sure. old-timey you know yeah. genre yeah. and Absolutely. So yeah. it's my dedication to him. And I, yeah, and I was playing guitar. Was right. Like, that's so. beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Now, you know, in, in that area, you know, with Lonnie and talk about to our listeners, those that, that might want to start to play. I, I know you said you brought in your husband. I was talking about an accompaniment. You brought in your husband's playing now. Those that you know may want to start playing music at some point in their life, maybe uh, you know well, I, I'm too old, um, I don't know how to read music, I don't know whether I can do it. Talk to people like yeah. that. Yeah. Well, first of all, you're never too old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and preach, um, it, preach it. I saw this little, you know, quote not too long ago that said. It's never too late to live happily ever after. So there you go. I feel like especially for people who are interested in aging <laughs> differently or aging right. more with more fully mm-hmm. um, that like I think music or taking up an instrument or, you know, picking up your instrument that you put mm-hmm. down a long time ago right. is an excellent way to you know, get your feet wet and to kind of rejuvenate yourself because 
as you know, Mark, music keeps us young. Music That's engages right. your yeah. head and your heart and your hands and your eyes. And you have to yeah. keep sharp because, you know, you have to know the notes and you have right. to the scales and then you have to know the timing sure. and the beat. And you just, it's all like you really have to. And so good for you, you yeah. know, for anybody, but especially I would say yeah. people that are older. Yeah. Right. And it just enriches your, your life so much. And um, so, I, yes, I, I think that for anybody who's thinking about that and you don't like I don't necessarily read music at this point. I mean, mm -hmm. I'm glad I know how to read music, but sure. um, you can learn a lot. Like when I um, became acquainted with that group of musicians in Iowa City and we would jam, we would just get together at people's houses, right. uh, you know, or on the porch and we would jam. And I learned a lot from the other musicians. Sure. So that's what you can do, as you know, because you work with some other groups mm -hmm. of people. Mm -hmm. And you it's like osmosis. You learn from each other. Right. Right? You pick up things. Right. You absorb things, whether intentionally or subconsciously. Right. So that's one way that if you, like, if somebody feels rusty and they're thinking, oh, I couldn't do that. I couldn't. Well, Find a group of like-minded people who, <clears throat> you know, they just, like, there's mm -hmm. people who jam, like, if you, you know, look right. around your community, there's a Sunday afternoon jam at some place, and, um, you know, you can join something <clears throat> like that without any pressure. Didn't right. Ed Briggs used to have, at the school mm -hmm. where he worked, didn't he used to have a yep. jam there? Bluegrass <laughs> jam, that's right, yeah. Yeah. Yes. At the school. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> And you're absolutely right. I mean, uh, and in some aspects, you can't take it too seriously. Just get out mm -hmm. there. And um, and even even if it's not musically, like with an instrument, uh, dancing and moving the body. And, yes. uh, and it doesn't yes. have to be in public and just be at home in your living room, you know, or um, just uh, in your den, tapping your foot and um whatever you can do, you know, and uh, you've brought music to a lot of people's hearts and uh, we appreciate it, Kathy. Uh, and um, we really appreciate you coming in and taking the time uh, and anything else you'd like to leave the audience with, with about music and your life. And be before we put a bow on it, let us know. <laughs> well, Mark, I really appreciate you having me and it's an honor and, um, you know, I've enjoyed it. And thank you very much for considering my story oh, to absolutely. worthy of being told. And <laughs> maybe oh. it would help and inspire others because oh, yeah. it's, it's just, it's so enriching and wonderful. And the important thing is that it's enjoyment. Like it's a way to enjoy yourself and it's to... Absolutely. And without having to <clears throat> go out and buy things, sure, I like to shop as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you know, you don't have to go spend money. You don't. Right. You know, people people seek enjoyment and pleasure and fulfillment in so many ways outside of themselves. Right. Um, and and our culture makes it really easy, you know, to do that. Mm -hmm. Like maybe to eat eating. Yeah. <laughs> I like to eat too. Yeah. Drinking, shopping, yeah. etc. And um but this is something that comes comes from within. It's comes yep. from inside of you and it's 
it's right. yours and there's no limits and there's doesn't cost mm -hmm. anything except you know yep. you have if you have an instrument right you don't have to spend a whole lot of money on an instrument mm -hmm. you can right. get used lots of yep. good used instruments and um then you just have to put the time into it because probably like you, Mark, you probably have mm -hmm. to, I have spent countless hours in my life practicing. Yeah, you practice. I have. Perfect yeah. practice makes perfect. Well, <laughs> we're not there yet. <laughs> I keep struggling. Lord knows. <laughs> yeah, right. It's a goal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There but, you go. But, you know, then you put in the time and, and it's just, it's really, yeah. it's like, it'll be its own reward and right, just, right. just really a enriching thing to do. And then yeah. others can um, enjoy it. You know, you right. can, you can bring other people right. happiness. Um, so, and I feel like humans, like we're these inherently creative creatures. Um, right. And sometimes I think in modern society, a lot of that is robbed from us. Like, hmm. you know, we are not, encouraged to be creative we encouraged to be mm -hmm. more conformist and to buckle down and do you know yeah. get down to business and do what needs to be done and maybe right. oh kids can do that sort of stuff but now that yeah. i'm you know get serious get a real yeah, job get serious yeah get a real <laughs> job and cut out that other you know, yeah. crap so that's right yeah. but yeah. I, I just have i feel like there's endless endless reward in absolutely you know, making maintaining you know right. this sort of activity and yeah right. well thank you you do have your your you mentioned this uh your music on youtube you want to plug your channel how do they find it on youtube oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, sure i currently have like two subscribers but that's fine <laughs> you can you subscribe or not it doesn't matter uh -huh. um i had a previous one and I deleted it because I believe it had been hacked. So okay. now I'm starting from scratch again. So I'm going to be okay. re-recording some of my songs and Great. putting them up. Um, it is Kathy D. <laughs> uh -huh. And okay. it's just like what you see on the screen, except there's just one word. Okay. So, uh, so it's so Kathy and D-E-E, -E, not just the letter D for those right. listeners. Kathy D. And, and it's a yeah. cap capital Kathy and then capital D-E-E, -E, but it's all one word. All so. one word. Got it. Up yeah. And YouTube. believe it or not, there's several other Kathy D's out there. And there's a couple of <laughs> people that are musicians. Oh, there and you so, go. <laughs> but they're not me. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have to sift through <laughs> a lot of stuff on YouTube and, you know. Right, right. But yeah. anyway, thank you very much. Thank and I appreciate it, Mark. Thank you. We do appreciate it. You can find this podcast at uh, any of your podcast platforms, um, and we appreciate you taking the time and listening to it today. With that, go on out, and let's try to play all the right notes. You've been listening to The Podium. If you would like to be a guest on The Podium, email the show at onthepodium2 at gmail.com. That's O-N-T-H-E. P-O-D-I-U-M-T-O-O -O at gmail.com.